covering this shift for the next week. Yes, uh, good to be back. Yeah, it's good uh, to see you're prepared. Your headphones weren't even plugged in there, mate. Hey, man, um, got there in the nick of time. No one would have known it's an audio medium. Yeah, so that's thanks true. for pointing that out. I just like to point out all forms of unprofessionalism Not on the all, show. We're going around the table there. Yeah. <laughs> Mike said he had some pre-show jitters before the show, and he yeah. doesn't even have to talk. So, what are you nervous about, What are you man? nervous for? I get nervous for you guys. I never know when I'm going to have to dump oh, some thanks, audio man. or something like that. Wow. Mate, it's not like this is a swear-heavy show. No. He's no. probably just dumping when he, he messes up. Anyway, man, uh, always good to be nervous before a show. No, hang on. You know what? We're not good. nervous. I think, I think it's great to start off this week-long run with a good, healthy bit of infighting. Yeah. Yeah, just like real bad blood on day one. Well, great. can we squash that after the break? Because I yeah. want you to help me with something that I want to achieve over the next week, Willis. I want to make I'll, a new friend. I'll have a think about a it. A celebrity friend as well. I'm in. Ooh. <laughs> bit of radio <laughs> Luke, you've got a mission. I got a mission week? for this week, Lewis. We're on for four days in a row. I thought, let's use the airtime. Let's put the airtime to good use. And, and make like, some real good radio content. Well, or make a new friend for me. Well, either or. I mean, I'm happy with either. And I want you. But we can only do one of those things. Oh, well, so then it's like def- good radio content or you make a mate. Friend any day of the week. All right. And I want I'm you. I'm down. To help me on the journey, would you before you even know who the friend is or is should be? Yeah, are you willing to be my friend wingman for the week? Man, if it means like putting less effort into the radio show, I'm all for it. Great. Let's do it, <laughs> Lewis. Yes, big call. Yeah, and you might you can doubt me on this, but I think well, let's try and make it happen. I can make you friends with anyone, man. Like I honestly think I'm wow. one of the best friend wingmans there are. The Rock. I know how to make mates. <laughs> yeah, you, The Rock. Yeah. Do you know sure. The Rock? No, but I could I could make it happen, man. Oh. Wow. Well, you know? I want to go above The Rock. Above The Rock. Yeah. You want to go the mountain. <laughs> From Game of Thrones. No, yeah. I don't. No, no, above the mountain. Above the, the mountain. pinnacle the of the mountain of celebrities. You want to make mates with the sky. Close. He's touched it in his career. Okay. <laughs> Who? Osher Gunsberg. Impossible. <laughs> I can't do that. You I did say. Too much. I do. I know I asked too much. But can we try? We can try. You know my love and passion for Osher Gunsberg, my yeah. awe for not only his charisma, but yeah. his hair, the mm. way he hosts uh, the beloved television show. People may know Osher Gunsberg. This is one of his uh, more well known quotes Shannon, I'm sorry you didn't receive a rose. Can you take the time now to say goodbye, please? Obama Shaz. <laughs> that's really, that's that, man, whenever I hear that, I just go, mm. let's be friends. And, <laughs> and also, sorry for uh, you may know him from uh, this one. He was actually a witness to this quote. The winner of Australian Idol 2003 is Guy Sebastian. <laughs> that's one of the more classic Osh <laughs> moments. Controversial. Did you notice something about Australian? I don't think he said Australian Idol. I think he said Australian Iden. Can we play that again, Mike? Yeah. You notice- Hang on. Are you saying right now? I don't. <laughs> Let's not meet Osh. Are you saying? <laughs> I don't think that, Guy Sebastian won that Australian Shannon Idol. Noel could have still win Australian Idol. Play the audio again. The winner of Australian Idol. <laughs> oh! 
Dude, Guy Sebastian didn't win Australian Idol. He won Australian Idol. How did he make a career of winning Australian Idol? What is that? That's not a show. That's false advertising. The whole first season, I thought I was watching Australian Idol. We were watching Australian Idol the whole time. This is insane. Guys, who cares about Osher Gunsberg? This is the real uncovering. Oh, man. We all knew Nolsey was robbed, but not like this. Right, we're going to come back from the break. All right, let's we're regroup. Gonna... We may still try and become friends with us. Let's sort out this controversy. And well, look, maybe we need to get Guy on by the end of the week. <laughs> we need to get Guy on and ask him if he's aware that he never actually won Australian Idol. It was actually James Matheson that said that. Yeah, so I was about to James say Matheson. after the quote that mm. it was not actually. That's why I said Otnes was a witness to this classic quote. Wasn't him who actually made the call? Well, maybe we should get Osher Gunsberg on the show to as to an tell impartial us party as to what not, actually happened. Did he say Idol or Idol? Because it sounds very <laughs> suspicious. And then we try and get Guy. Guys, by the end of the week, we're not making friends with Osher. We are uncovering this mystery. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will get to the bottom of this. Luca Lewis on the Fugs. I mean, the Fox. Messed up the name there. You did. Mm. And that's... <laughs> I didn't say that, mate. I know. Come on, everyone's freaking out. I know, but you opened with an out-of-context joke that sounded like a swear word, and many would argue, sloppy start. Hey, man, you said either we do good radio content or we try and do this other thing. And I, and we both agree yeah. we're going to do the other thing instead of a good show. So here we are, mate. <laughs> it's your fault. So the reason why Lewis has stumbled there is we're still reeling mm. of what we discovered last break. We were talking about Osha Gunsberg on the show, uh, host, former host of Australian Idol, now host of the Australian Bachelor, uh, we were listening to the quote from the controversial decision made on, was it 2003 Australian Idol, mm. uh, where the winner, Guy Sebastian, was announced, and we discovered that James Matheson, the guy yeah. who made the announcement, pronounced Idol wrong. He said Idol. Australian Idol. Here's the audio. The winner of Australian Idol 2003 <laughs> is Guy Sebastian. Guy Sebastian has not won Australian Idol. He won Australian Iden. It's clear. <laughs> that's what he won. That's what you can hear. And so, which all means... this time, people are like, oh, Nolsey got robbed. He didn't win Australian Idol. They both no, got robbed. No, the winner's still up for debate because yeah. no one won Australian Idol in 2003. Guy won Australian Iden. Mm. And no one watched the season of that. It just got announced in the grand finale of Australian Idol. And everyone would have been like, what's this new show, Australian Iden? Well, now I'm worried to see if Guy Sebastian even got any kind of prize. Because, what, after the show, was he like, hey, guys, where's my contract? Where's my money? And they're like, sorry, mate, you didn't win Australian Idol. You won Australian, Australian Idol. <laughs> Maybe that's very different. It was a It was a business move they from the they, network. That's right. They found, At the end of the series, they found, oh, no, we've overspent on the advertising here. We yeah. can't afford to pay Guy out. Well, we want to get to the bottom of this. We want to know if they're aware of even the, this controversy existing. Because now mm. we're aware of it, and now Melbourne is. So we want to know. We By the end of the week, we want to get down to the bottom of it. Who, but who do we need to talk to about it, Lewis? Do we want to speak to the guy who made the boo-boo, James Matheson? Do we mm. want to speak to Osha Ginsberg, who uh, witnessed... An impartial witness. He's an impartial he witness. No, he had no part in the actual announcement. If you watch the video, he's standing right next to James Matheson. Just watching that horrendous mistake happen, like, man. I'm Australian Idol. On... Oh, <laughs> just listen to it. It's an absolute disaster. Play one more time. I'm Australian Idol. It's, it's 
definitely Iden. Iden. It's with an N. Yeah, it's not a word. Who do we need to speak to to get the truth? Do we talk to James Matheson, who said Iden but could be biased? Do we talk to Osher Gunsberg, who didn't say anything, could be impartial, could be could be in on it, could be behind the whole thing? Like, hey man, say Iden, it'll be funny. Yeah, (laughs) he could be in on it. Or do we talk to Guy Sebastian, who really could have got robbed? Or Nolsey, who did get robbed and now Mm. probably wants retribution. Uh, we're talking about a new Six Flags. I don't know if this is an attraction or a prize or a job opportunity. I don't know what this I is I think about. it's a job at a theme park is what I understand it. There's a theme park in America offering uh, people a chance to spend 30 hours mm. in a coffin and get paid $400 for it. Which we, is... We worked out that's $13.33 an hour. And you have to just be dead. Below minimum wage to pretend to be dead in a coffin. The coffin is 70 centimetres by 210. And oh, I would fit in that. That's great. Oh, just. You're, you're two metres tall. I've got 10 so centimetres to stretch out. Wow, I've got a good 30. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is unreal. And we can't get over the lengths that people will go to to make a quick buck. <laughs> well, yeah. Why, I, just... I wouldn't do... I, like, I, I get a maybe... It's a slight claustrophobia. You know, it's not even claustrophobia. It's, hey, I don't want to spend 30 hours in a coffin. And I think that's a reasonable human... Don't want to hang out in a box, man. But what I don't get is, like, I don't get if this is a marketing exercise or or if it's a job. Because it says that that some people, you'll occasionally be visited by our Fright Fest freaks. Yeah. But what is that It's a horror show. So kids kind of go and stuff, walk in, and then you're just like... I believe it's like an actor job where you're like, you just literally get paid (laughs) for someone else to spook you in a coffin. But I would think that you, if you're in the coffin, you're scaring people outside the coffin. Why would you like? Why would you get scared if you're in the coffin and you're getting paid? Because imagine if you were sitting in a coffin, right? You've been in there for 27 hours and you're just like you, you kind of sleepy and you get your eyes closed, and then someone opens it quickly and goes boo. That's going to be really unsettling. Yeah, but it'd be like the the 50th person in a row. You just you just by the by the fifth time you'd be like, hey man, I'm trying to listen to my 26th podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> we want to ask you, though, on 131060, we do have money up for grabs here. This isn't a joke. What are you willing to do for money? Jeez, Mike really liked that podcast yeah, joke, he did. didn't he? Mike's a big podcast Really fan. resonated with him. Can I add, why does the shift have to be 33 hours? Like, oh, 30 hours. It's what? a very long shift, isn't yeah, it? Why do you, like, yeah, why you... The it's not close. straight. You get a, uh, a six-minute uh, toilet break every hour. So speed poos <laughs> by the end. But doesn't the park close overnight? That's, oh, yeah. That's what I don't get about it. No, nah, probably 24-hour horror park. It's scarier at 5 a.m. <laughs> but it's not very scary at 3 p.m., is it? Yeah. Some guy in a coffin in broad daylight. You're like, why are you in there, man? Get out. Well, guys, <laughs> not us, even dusk. Give us a call on 131060. Uh, we have actual money to give away. Yes. What will you do for it, though? Like, We want what you guys you do? to do shameless things on the radio for, for money. Do you have a talent? <laughs> do you have something that you'll do? Yeah, something that'll freak us things out? Things we'll accept. How many maybe... podcasts will you listen to? Listen to in yeah. a row. <laughs> Something that you can prove on the radio. An example: uh, a friend of ours, a friend of one of the producers, actually uh, recited the whole. Uh, do you remember that milk ad? That was like no fat, yep. uh, low fat, forty, like just, and it goes on for ages. Yep. Someone uh, she knows could do that. That is an impressive talent. That's if you impressive. can do it, a great impression. Anything. Can you sing? Can you sing? Whatever. Sing us a song, hum us a poem. Essentially, uh, guys, we're paying you money to call the show. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's really going 13, on 131060, what are you willing to do for money? Get creative and there'll be cash on the line next. <laughs> 
because we have a we've got a total budget here of fifty dollars well, to give away. And this came about Huge. because a theme park in America is offering people four hundred dollars to spend thirty hours laying in a coffin. Thirty hours straight for four hundred bucks, and we just thought. Man, people will do pretty much anything for money yeah. if given the chance. So we wanted to test you guys. Anna, what have you got for us that you think deserves to get paid for? <laughs> I can say the alphabet backwards. I can't Ooh. do that. Can you do that? No, I can't do that. Interesting. Uh, all right, prove it. <laughs> okay, ready? Yeah, I mean, are you ready? I, I'm just listening. Always. Okay, <laughs> always ready. Go. Hang on, I don't know the alphabet backwards well enough to correct it. I assure you I'm right. I've practiced too much. Okay. That's exactly what someone who wants 50 bucks would say. Three, two, one, Anna. I feel like you skipped like 10 at the end. I feel like I heard like L and then you just like A. That was very fast. Well, you know what, Anna? I'm, I'll, I'll pay that. We've got a total budget of fifty dollars. We can't waste it all on, on you. I reckon. Yeah, but maybe. How much should we give Anna? Mm, pretty impressive talent. It is pretty impressive. I would say seven dollars. Oh, nine. Nine. Dollars? Nine, Anna. Eight. Yay! Thank <laughs> no, nine. I've said nine. All right, nine dollars. <laughs> nine dollars for you, Anna. Stay on the line. Oh, we, nine dollars fifteen. I've said that too. Stay, stay on the line. We'll That's send you gonna nine really ruin 15. someone's day when they have to get some coins out. <laughs> Nicole, welcome to the show. What can you do for some cash? Okay, so I can recite the Big Mac formula in Chinese. Right. Hang on. Do we, the Big Mac formula, do we have an audio of that, Mike, or no? This one? Yep, that's it. Right. And in Chinese, I mean, this is annoying because no one on the team speaks Mandarin and I don't know if we can, t- again, we can't test these talents. It's a trust-based exercise. Nicole, do you speak Chinese or, or you only know how to do this in Chinese? This is all I know. That is impressive. But how do you if you only if you don't speak the language? Mate, how you, do you go know over there. You only that? need to know that. That's true. That's, if, that's if, all. All right. Well, here it is. It's soy sang na yokoi moba. That was quick. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot more ingredients than that. What did you just say in Chinese? <laughs> Two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. What, so in I'm Chinese pretty again? sure you did it. <laughs> Go, go, I'll say it again. Go. Go. Now you're Koi Moba. Jeez, they're efficient. <laughs> oh, you can't brew brill. Our I button mean, pushers jump the gun here. Actually, can we a... get... Well, look, we'll give you the money, but I do want confirmation. If someone wants to call 10 and 10 60, he does speak Mandarin. But then again, how are we going to know? That we're just you know what, Luke? That. How much does a Big Mac cost? Oh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, we'll uh, give you however much money a Big Mac costs. Uh, yeah, because I can say Ni Hao, so I'm not that impressed. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that Mandarin? I don't know. Yeah, I reckon I already know one word. You literally only know like eight more words than me. Yeah. Well, so we'll give you like I don't know two dollars. Well 50. done, Nicole. No, well the done. Big Macs are pro- pricey now. About about five dollars maybe they are four twenty. Cool, I'll take it. Hey, well done. Hey, five dollars. You've made it. Well, <laughs> is that the first time you've ever profited from that skill? Yes, it yeah, is. I can imagine. Oh, yeah. well, well, great. Congratulations, Nicole. Thank All right, <laughs> Jasmine. What have you got for us? What are you willing to do for money? Um, I can say a little rhyme really quickly. Okay, well we've got we've got about forty dollars or so to yeah. play with here. So you're the, you're hang on, the can last you say caller. the rhyme slow first, and then right. we can hear it quick? Yeah. Betty bought a bit of butter, yep. but the bit of butter Betty bought was bitter. So oh. Betty bought the bit of butter back and bought a better bit of butter. Okay, well we've got thirty six dollars left. Let's see how fast <laughs> you can say Google it, Lewis. I want to see if you right. can do it. Ready? Yeah. Betty bought a bit of butter, but the bit of butter Betty bought was better, so Betty bought the bit of butter back and bought a better bit of butter. <laughs>
Yeah, I'll pay that. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. That was really good. But you got 20 bucks. Wow. Don't even try it. You're going to embarrass yourself. There's no way I could do that. Well, but can you do it again? I mean, it's only going to take two seconds. You know what would be really cool? Well, that was really great. Oh, I can't even talk that quickly. <laughs> you know what would be really cool is if you could do it backwards in Chinese. <laughs> I'd give you a hundred bucks. No, no, no. <laughs> Not good enough for that. Well, Jasmine, thank you very much for calling. Well worth it. $20 well of company money spent well. Lewis, before the break, we were talking about special talents. People were calling us up because we wanted to know what people were willing to do for money on the radio, and we got a few people doing some special talents. We had one person uh, recite a really fast poem. Uh, yeah, because we, we had like a $50 budget to yeah. give away, and, and we didn't... I mean, the talents weren't that impressive because we still have 16 bucks left. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, they were all right, I guess. I realised, though, I forgot to mention this, uh, I was discovered before the show that Mike actually, uh, Button Pusher Radio Mike, uh, actually has one of the most impressive talents I've ever heard. Really? Yes, and I only discovered <laughs> That's it a weird, couple of That's weird, because Mike's like not good at anything. <laughs> well, he's great at this. This okay. was his calling. Was this a useful talent? Absolutely not, but it's very impressive. <laughs> okay. Uh, we were talking about uh, the little crossing light, uh, traffic light noise before yeah. we it just came up in conversation, and Mike's like, oh, I can do a great crossing uh, t- traffic light crossing impression. <laughs> so turn around... <laughs> Turn around, Lewis, All and right. I think it's better when you don't it's look at It's a crossing in. light impression. Yeah, Lewis and everyone knows. So so okay. when the little thing ticks, or the walker like, tick, 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 that one. But okay. I, obviously I've done well, it Well, I'm facing away. Yeah. Okay. Don't look at me, because if I laugh, I'll ruin it. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Yes. That's my traffic lights impersonation. 131060, what did you think? Uh, no. No, please don't call. Don't call. That was, but, that was great. Pretty man. impressive. You should have given yourself like some kind of applause after that. I feel like you actually deserved it. Yeah, you often give yourself applause on the show, and that was one I can okay, let's ease up with the yeah, give, right. give yourself a bump bound for that just to cancel it that thing. Thank you, right. guys. Great impression though. Um, no, that that was really good. But um I, I do agree with you, Luke. For what you said earlier. What? Entirely useless. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, you just got back from Thailand. I did. I uh, was there all last week, and I noticed that uh, a lot of their workplaces are quite overstaffed. There's a lot yeah. of jobs going in Thailand. Yeah, I've been to Thailand as well, and it's just like, I can't work out if, if everyone works there or like maybe a third of the people work there, and then two-thirds are just mates hanging around. <laughs> yeah. Well, it got to the point where uh, the reason why I noticed it, we were going through a petrol station, right? And uh, as we drove into the petrol station, we were waved in by uh, someone. That was his job, official waver, just waving, (laughs) directing cars into the pumps, which isn't a thing here. People usually go, oh, there's a pump, I'll drive to it. Well, that's kind of what the driveway is for. But how's the customer service? there's a driveway, I'll drive in the way. mate. That we had someone, we were directed to our pump, and then we parked our car, put the handbrake up, and someone else bowed to us. Uh, at well, just the pump. to say thanks for coming. There was a bow guy. Cheers, mate. They employed, I'm not sure, I think he may have been walking past, and he just bowed. <laughs> but there was a bow guy. Yeah. Then someone else, so they don't, they don't go inside to pay for their petrol. Yeah. Uh, in Thailand, you pay for it at the pump. There's a guy with a little till who takes your money, and yep. there's also another guy who fills your car for you. 
Oh, like wow. he puts the nozzle in your car and just stands there. How many your times car. does the bow guy bow when you come in and when he you leave? Or just when once. You come... So he's probably got the easiest job. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, so the guy who fills it up. That's. I mean, none of them. Are... No, I think directing man's easiest job. Yeah, you just waving, waving people in yeah. who are already they know but that they're is going a job in. at the airport. But I feel like it's a lot more high risk at the airport to employ people to wave. Or well, is aren't that... they directing planes? Planes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think a that's lot more high a little bit risk. different. Yeah. But uh, I just thought. Man, they're so overstaffed. What's their Apple store like? That would be unbelievable. <laughs> well, I reckon... Because our Apple stores are just unbelievable. There's, they're I would very say understaffed. usually there's a one-to-one ratio of staff to people in there. Yeah. There, there's been like three more staff members than people. Well, I think our show is like quite reasonably staffed, which well, I'm not happy with. No, I, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. And then I went to Thailand. And I'm like, we are grossly understaffed. And I want to experience what it's like being overstaffed. Yeah. So we've actually got uh, Julian and Andrew up in the line. Julian and Andrew, thank you very much for being on the show. Welcome. Thank you. Now, you don't know why you've called yet, uh, but we would love to speak to you because we actually want... So we're going to do a, a phone segment next, right, where we take callers, and we want to offer these next callers just an extra bit of customer service like I got at the petrol station. Yeah. So, Julian, we would love you to welcome each caller to the show. All right, sounds good. And <laughs> have we picked the best guy for the job? Julian, can you give us, like, a practice welcome? So, say, I'm on the line, right? And uh, so, boom. Welcome to the Lewis and Luke and Lewis show. Stumble. You know what? It's not it's very good. Yeah, James stumble. Matheson yeah. or Julian? <laughs> <laughs> but, look, we're, we're not paying you, Julian, so I'm just going to take it. I'll, 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 yeah, Julian, uh, you've done a great work. And, Andrew, what we want you to do is thank the caller once we're finished talking to them. Do you reckon you could do that? Definitely. Yep. Oh, and give us a thanks, man. Give us your best thanks. So, that, so we've wrapped so up the chat and you just go, boom. Thank you so much for calling. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and we really appreciate your time. Wow. wow that's that is customer that, I mean, that makes up for Julian's hello. All right. Up next, literally, once again, give us a call for a chat. <laughs> if you want to be treated with customer service and just have a chat and be welcomed and thank you, that's the experience that the Luke and Lewis Show wants to offer you next. Luke, you just got back from Thailand and you experienced some very overstaffed stores. Yeah, we uh, there was a petrol station that I went to. We went to the pump. There was someone who greeted you in, someone who took your money, someone who bowed to the car, and someone who put the petrol in. And Did I they were bowing to you or the car? Uh, I think respect for the car. Yeah. I think it was like a thank you for your service. But just the level of service from them being overstaffed, I wanted to experience on our show and I wanted uh, listeners of the show to experience what that customer service is like because we're appropriately staffed. We have five of us on the team here. That's yeah. how many people it takes to run a radio show. But, but we want too many people. So what we have here is we've got Julian and Andrew. Guys, yep. thanks for helping us out today to and overstaff the show. Julian, welcome. Thank you. Thank and you. Julian's <laughs> job is to welcome the caller on, and Andrew's job is to thank them when we go up. We have had uh, a caller, Michaela, wanted to chat about something, so Julian, take it away. Welcome to the Luke and Lewis show. Michaela, how are you? I'm good. That sounds like a very familiar voice. <laughs> how come you called to speak to uh, the show, Michaela? Um, I went on a first date with Julian a few days ago. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, mate, we stitched you up here a little bit. Uh, Sorry, we had to put this call through. Uh, yeah, w- how did the first date go, guys? Horribly. <laughs> oh. oh, Michaela, how did it go for you? Uh, you know, much of a much less. Oh, wow. So, was it, I noticed that one of you is from Greensboro. Why? Why was it bad? 
Nah, I wasn't oh, too bad. She's okay. She's okay. <laughs> oh, okay. We've guys, this is this show's very overstaffed here. We're so overstaffed. We're not giving Michaela very good service at all. Um, hey, I, I Andrew, think... do you want to save this and maybe yeah. thank Michaela? Can for calling? you thank Michaela for calling, Andrew? Maybe I should drop this up for him. Yeah, please do. <laughs> hey. Thanks for the date and your time and the call. <laughs> Mate, um, you nail it. Hey, Michaela, why don't you just go on a date with Andrew? Yeah, oh, hook me up. All right. <laughs> Andrew, are you keen? Get mad on the weekend. <laughs> All right. It's done. No, no, what I'm is this, Jerry mad. Springer? Like, <laughs> what have we become? We've become incredibly this was a overstaffed. Way to make our listeners try and feel overstaffed and get customer service, we've just had Michaela get mad at Julian for a sloppy dad on the weekend and now Andrew's way too keen. I don't know what this has become, but... Hey, well, hey, Andrew, why don't you say goodbye to Julian and hello to Michaela? <laughs> Thanks for your time, Julian. Okay. <laughs> He's still wrapping it up. Guys, I think this is why in Australia we don't overstuff things. This is why yep. we appropriately staff things. This We've has learned a valuable lesson. Yes. Sorry, guys, you're all fired. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much for uh, coming along to work today. Luke, do you follow any celebrities on Instagram? Uh, a few. Yeah. Do you? I feel like with Instagram... Not many, like, big ones. Like, I don't follow the big hitters. Like, I think uh, Selena Gomez is the most on yeah. Instagram. Don't follow her. She um, doesn't need you. Justin, I followed Justin Bieber, actually. No, I got out of that. I followed him for a little bit. Couldn't handle it. But yeah, some I'm just, I've, to be honest, not interested. I would say I follow maybe three A-listers. Well, I've, I've been following uh, The Rock, who's like, I'd say an A-plus, really. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, he's known for WWE. Uh, One of the biggest movie stars movie on the planet stars. right now. And uh, he's, you know, he's, he's huge, uh, you know, literally and in his career. Yes. He's always talking about the gym on his Instagram. But the thing with The Rock is, like, his captions are just ridiculous. I want to talk about it after this. Oh, I'm excited to hear about it. It's Luke Maybe Luke. I should follow him. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'll we'll follow see. him in the song. <laughs> Luke, uh, I've been following The Rock on Instagram, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. He's and the... you've just told me to follow him during the song, mm. and I'm not disappointed. Yeah. I mean, I am, because now I follow Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and I'm disappointed in myself, but yeah. I'm not disappointed in the content. Well, the, the thing about The Rock is, like, he's obviously a very hard worker. He's one of the biggest movie stars in the world, and he's, like, very physically fit. Takes a lot to maintain. Yeah. He's a businessman as well, and he's always, always working. He's on the move. He's yeah. one of those go get him guys. Now, the reason I know this is not only because of the Instagram photos that he posts, which really, when you think about it, would be enough, but he also, for every single Instagram photo he puts up there, he attaches like a four-paragraph novel yeah. to every single photo, and they're always like, firstly, they're always bragging, which is fine. Go for it, The Rock. You can brag. You've done But they're not even humble bragging. No. They're like, lots of people humble brag on social media, you yeah. know, but he will just throw it like, guys, I made this much money and I'm killing it. Yeah. Everyone's like, on your main. <laughs> like, this this uh, caption is, is, is just him bragging. Photo of him in a suit, and he just captured every girl's crazy about a sharp-dressed man who lives his life. <laughs> I read that, this one. <laughs> like, that wasn't enough, right? But then he, he finishes it with, who lives his life walking... Is this in the warehouse? No, this is, in, this is uh, underneath a stadium or right. something. Walking through basements, side entrances, secret exits, all just to get where he needs to go. Right, so he's, <laughs> he's just married bragging. with kids, isn't he? Yeah. He's always... And that, He's up, man. The other thing is, all of his stuff has, like, weird sexual innuendo yeah, I've got one. Are you ready? to it. Yeah. This one, he could have said the word pump iron here, but he's gone with, in every country around the world, if there's a hardcore gym, I'll find a hardcore gym where I can jack iron. 
Now, he could have said Pumpeye in there. Jack Irons. But he went with Jack. Mm. <laughs> Not hey, happy Rock, with that. We need to have an intervention. All right, yeah. it needs to stop. Well, how about this one? He's, you have kids, man. Yeah. This is another and one. And a wife. Have you seen the one that he posted with his daughter? No. Way too much information. <laughs> Great to recharge the batteries this weekend. Back home with all my girls teaching this little tornado how to swim. Fine. That's where That's the caption should have ended. ended. Yeah. You ready? Too much information. I took my shirt off and she said, Daddy, I like I like your brown boobies. Mm, not Thank around you, it. Thank you, baby. But Daddy has pecs, not boobies. Mm, not around it. This- hey, rock man. You could have just ended it and great to be back in the pool. <laughs> this one, he took a photo Wait, of... By the way, so yeah. I don't... He does have great brown boobies. He does. Yeah. And, this <laughs> and one, I'm glad his daughter decided to comment on them. He took a photo of cookies. He's not even in the photo. It's just Bickies, man. But he's, he said here, uh, the, the camera angle makes these cookies look small, but they're huge. How are they, you ask? Well, they're just like my nickname after I drink tequila. Big, tasty, and heavenly. Mm. Hey, man, that's not your nickname. Yeah, and also, no one asked. Nah. In case you asked. Oh, didn't ask. Sorry. Found, found the worst one. And this is the last one I want to read because, I mean, I, th- we're just getting into dangerous territory here. Mm-hmm. This is uh, under a video of him uh, thrusting his hips up with a barbell on top of them. One of my favorite rock poses. Top four? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's his, his training. Like his, downwards his, his training best. is his thrust muscles. Yeah. Uh, and he says, uh, waist up. Does he hashtag rock thrust? Just no. out of curiosity. Hmm, interesting. I would have. He says, <laughs> I, call, I call this move the beef piston. <laughs> the beef piston. And then Ooh. he says, waist up, I'm Superman. Waist down, I'm Bionic Man. <laughs> Wait. What's he trying to say? Wait. Winky face. Ooh. <laughs> hey, man, you've got kids. Man, the rock's packing a robot. That's good to know. <laughs> Lewis went to Thailand this week and went snorkeling. Oh, sorry, last week. Oh, I'm here this week, doing the show this week. Well, I was going to say, it's currently Monday. The yeah. week has begun. Yeah, I just came back this morning. No, I was I there thought it was week. weird that you walked in, like, wet wearing a snorkel. Yeah. Very strange. I've got to say, I think, can we stop as a society of fantasizing this idea that snorkeling is fun? No, it sucks. It's terrible. It's awful. And if you like it, you don't know what fun is, and you clearly enjoy having seawater in your eyes, salt water in your eyes, and you like drinking it as well. No, good. You know what? Here's the only time snorkeling looks good. When they film someone else doing it. Yeah. That's the only time it looks good. And, they and pe- you go, man, do like snorkeling a nice- looks great. I've got to do it. Then you do it, and it goes, man, I wish I was just watching someone else do it. <laughs> yeah, I wish I was watching David Attenborough right now. Uh, actually, I don't think they've ever done that in a David Attenborough documentary. <laughs> just like a walrus snorkeling. They don't really have humans in there. I'd David rather watch a walrus snorkel than do it myself. <laughs> yeah, because he wouldn't be bothered about breathing in the water. I like. It's always like a panning shot. Of yeah. someone doing it for the 10 seconds that they're not coughing and splattering above the surface of the water. Because me and my girlfriend went to do it. And we're trying to communicate with each other, which is impossible if you've ever tried to talk to no, someone because while I wearing think a when snorkel. You, when you snorkel, oh, you're underwater. With put something, something in, your in your mouth right now. And then don't breathe. And then try and speak to me. <laughs> That's how you communicate wearing a snorkel yeah. while breathing in water. Well, it's not good. And the thing is, like... When you go snorkeling, the idea of it sounds great, but you can't breathe underwater with like goggles on and the goggles something don't in your work. Back. No, They've, they don't. And it's I've never okay. Snorkeling would be great if the snorkel worked, but I've never had a snorkel that worked. Every time, 
water seeping in and stuff like that. And we, I kind of came up with a rule today, which is I don't think you can breathe underwater for $20. <laughs> you have to pay about $1,000 for like a good professional diving tank and to you be strapped suit? to you, a suit, a proper equipment for you to properly breathe. The only people who look comfortable and like they're enjoying it uh, people with proper diving tanks and face masks. Well, even then, they have to wear suits and they've got heavy tanks. I would say the only things that are really enjoying breathing underwater would be fish. Yeah. And that's because they're fish. And they don't have to use snorkels. Yeah, I think the real problem here is, hey, we can't breathe underwater. We need to stop pretending that we can. Another thing, good story, actually. I actually winded a fish. <laughs> <laughs> can you wind I a fish? I thought I though? killed it. Now, uh, I, I, I would say that you watered a fish. No, oh, because true, because no they wind, don't have they wind can't. underwater. Yeah. Well, I, what's another word for wind? I cramped a fish. I think I made, made a fish cramp. What happened was uh, we were snorkeling in a heavy, fish-dense area. Did you get so angry about snorkeling that you just started punching <laughs> no, no, no. fish? I did a, a, a breaststroke kick out, yeah. and there were so many fish around us. They were going so close. I realized that I kicked a fish, quickly spun around, and all of a sudden there was a fish floating in the water, and I went, How oh, big? God. Uh, maybe like that big, just small. Big but as I felt big it. as your foot. Yeah, maybe as big as a foot. And I went, oh no, I've killed a fish. <laughs> and I was panicking. I'm trying to speak to my girlfriend. I'm like, <laughs> but I can't breathe because I'm wearing a snorkel, right? Yeah. So I'm trying to communicate with the snorkel on, I've killed a fish, I've killed a fish. And then I kept looking at the fish and all of a sudden it goes, whoop, and then swims on its way. And I'm like, I think I just winded a fish. <laughs> so guys, you haven't properly had a trip to Thailand unless you've come back and winded a fish. There you go. But I'm not recommending it. Don't try. But yeah, I'm just saying, to, to, if you wanted to win the fish, you'd have to snorkel. And that sucks. Yeah, don't go snorkeling. Full <laughs> <we'll> stop. <laughs> That's the end of the show, guys. It is, and it's a big show. At the very start of the show today, Lewis, we set out originally <laughs> to for me to become friends with Osher uh, Ginsburg. I've been calling him Gunsberg a lot, and it's hard to change now. Well, in our notes, we've got a, We were planning to, to talk about three or four separate times about becoming friends with Osh. Yes. But it just never happened. Well, because we listened to this key bit of audio that now Osh doesn't say. It's actually James Matheson from the 2003 Australian Idol. And we, we realised that he said Iden instead of Idol. The winner of Australian Iden 2003 is Guy Sebastian. But I'm sorry, James, but... Two Actually, mistakes in one audio clip there. How do you mess that up? I know. He must have been very nervous, but by the end of the week, we're going to try and get him on the show, maybe get him to explain himself. Was it nervous? Did he mean to say Iden? That would be controversial. More controversial than the actual decision. Did Guy decision. actually win Australian Iden? We want to get to the bottom of it, so it's going to be a big week following that up. And, yes. Um, and also, uh, during the show, we had about $50 to give away to people who called the show with the talent. Yeah. Uh, we gave away most of it. We still, we still have $16 left. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking of just giving that to me because I've done such a good job today. And um, I was thinking of fining you fining $2. Me for so, well, just, just so I make $18 instead of 16 really. I'm happy for you to have the 16, but yeah. once again, the second day in the row, you've tried to get money off me on the show, and yeah. you know how that went yesterday, and you still have no money, so <laughs> take me to court again on that one, because that right. is utterly well, ridiculous. Mike just played the sound effect, because he thought that this money argument wasn't as funny as uh, it could be, Hey, so and you know what, $10. that's one of the best calls Mike's made recently on the show. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, Mike, you can have all my money. Yeah, great. Maybe you should give Mike 14 for that call. <laughs> all right, guys, uh, we're going to be back tomorrow, and if you want to... If you missed anything, you can catch up on the podcast. It's Luke and Lewis on the Fox. See you then. Luke and Lewis on 1019 The Fox.